0: Welcome to Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing. I'm film critic Gary Cogill, and today, a look at a handful of spring and summer movies just around the corner. It's that time of year when comic book characters come to life, and movie budgets go well into the stratosphere. From Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, to Wonder Woman, to a film I can't wait to see called Baby Driver... Big films are on the way.
1: I'm wine expert Haley Hamilton Cogill. Happy Earth Weekend. So let's toast Mother Earth with a natural wine. But what exactly is this? We'll discuss a little bit later in the show. And let's talk Sonoma and two areas of the expansive county in particular, Sonoma Valley, also known as Valley of the Moon, and Dry Creek, where some of the finest Zinfandel wines are produced. But before we get into wine, let's prep our palate with some of the new releases to look for. Gary, what do you think?
0: I love it when you prep my palate. I, I love to prep Every your palate. Every guy wants to Palette prep. <laughs> well, market. Market. Um, so on May fifth, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two opened. So this is set, uh, and, and I'm just going to go back to that first one with with Chris uh, Pratt, Pratt mm-hmm. was just a ginormous hit, huge, and really fun with all the characters. Uh, this one is set two to three months after that first film, and of course, they travel throughout the cosmos, struggle to keep their newfound family together, <laughs> well, he- helping Peter Quill learn more about his true parentage. Um, it's written and directed by James Gunn, did the first film, and it's got Chris Pat, uh, Zoe Saldana, Dave Bautista. Great Vin- cast. Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper, a lot of these are just voices. Yeah. Uh, Michael Rooker, whom... whom Michael Rooker is really always interesting to me. He's a scary dude. Yeah. Uh, Stallone and Kurt Russell. But the, the I, I'm going to make this overall statement that these super, I don't want to call them superhero movies, but Marvel comic book, um, DC Comics, these, these super big giant tentpole yeah. movies with yeah. these characters – I think they've all kind of gone up a notch. Really? I think they've all. When I look at Logan and I look at Deadpool, mm-hmm. I, I don't. And I think of what's coming up, like a new Spider-Man movie. I think I'm. I'm hoping they're elevating these, because they're having to get big, mm-hmm. and and maybe even a little bit better to kind of sustain that. Well, that I think
1: we've seen this, and we did. We talked about Logan a couple of weeks ago on the mm-hmm. show, as well as obviously a different. Um, kind of production house but Beauty and the Beast was some yes. of the films that Disney's making they're they're really great films and and though this isn't an animated film it's almost taking that kind of mystical magical creature yeah. that that I think kind of appeals to such a wide genre and I also think that we have I mean they are going after the 18 to 34 year olds the you know the hottest kind of buying um, market demo that, yeah, that there is, and, and they're succeeding, and they're succeeding, and it's because a lot of them look like video games, and and you you actually kind of. Known or gotten to know some yeah. of these characters both through comic books, but also through these kind of video games, and that's who's playing them. So it's
0: it's it's interesting. I, until they drop off and start to get really bad, and I thought they were going to get there mm-hmm. about a year ago, and then they started taking these up and not. So I'm all in until they're good. um Until they're bad. Until they're bad. bad. Yes, until they're they're bad. good in, right now. I'm yes. all in while they're good. Yes.
1: Except don't make me ever sit through what. Batman versus Superman. Batman
0: versus Superman. The, I will the rematch?
1: Ne- I will never get those two hours of my life
0: back. No, we won't. And that's when they were getting really bad. <laughs> I, I totally agree. May 12th, Snatched. I can't o- wait for this. Originally titled Mother Daughters, directed by Jonathan Levine. He did 50 50. Great film. Yeah, that movie. And uh, he did Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, which is more along the lines of probably what we're used to seeing. Yes, but it was in
1: Hawaii, so it's okay. (laughs) So it's okay. Not a great movie. No. Uh, But
0: uh, this has got Amy Schumer from Trainwreck and Goldie Hawn, who won the Oscar for the first film she was in. The first film she starred in was Cactus Flower with, I think, Walter Matthau back in 1969. She won Best Supporting Actress. She starred in Spielberg's first film. The wow. Sugarland Express. Oh, yeah. It's got Joan Cusack, Wanda sites. It's that mother-daughter. They're on some adventure and some vacation. They get off on a wrong road. They get captured. I don't know anything about it, but everything about it makes
1: me laugh. Well, I think that there's you can kind of trust Amy Schumer. I, I don't trust know, Amy Schumer. I don't know. I, you know, everything that I've seen her in, and granted, I haven't seen her in a lot. Yeah. But she does make me laugh a she lot. She makes
0: me laugh, and she's really dirty and really honest and really funny. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big Amy Schumer fan, and of course, uh, what's the what's the what's your greatest Goldie Hawn film? Would it be Overboard?
1: No, it no. was it was Pro- Protocol. Protocol. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. Protocol. Yeah, yeah. Where she shows up at the barbecue with her jam box and, and everybody, Private Benjamin. Yeah, and everybody's in their um their their Sunday best. She's <laughs> like, they said it was a barbecue. We ever done that? I think. I-
0: <laughs> okay, there's a King Arthur movie coming out on May 12th. Also, it's going to compete against Snatched. I just like saying that. Um, and this is a guy, new Guy Ritchie's new film, mm-hmm. and, and it's the story of King Arthur, but it's it's kind of the backstory. I think with Charlie Hunnam, mm-hmm. um, who's this British actor, uh, Jim and Hans who's in it, Jude Law, Eric Bana. Uh, it's also <laughs> he's a young Arthur. He's living on the back streets of Londinium. And uh, with his crew or whatever, and, mm-hmm. and then he gets all involved. He pulls the sword from the stone Excalibur. So, it's kind of a...
1: a so, is it like a modern King Arthur? I
0: don't know, but it's Guy Ritchie, so it's going to look like Sherlock Holmes movies.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You
0: know, where it's not really Sherlock Holmes. They can do fantastic things, right. and they have powers. I right. don't I don't know. But I kind of like the idea of yeah. Guy Ritchie doing a King Arthur film, which we sat through Camelot the other day, and you cannot uh, compare that no. to probably this. But I like what he's going to do with sword mm-hmm. work and mm-hmm. stuff. So I'm I'm kind of all in. And I'm kind of a fan of Charlie Hunnam's, too. Uh, because I think he's an, he's a guy from, uh, what was the TV show? Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. And he was the star of that. He was in Children of Men with Clive Owen. Mm-hmm. But he was also the star of uh, Queer as Folk on mm-hmm. television. And mm-hmm. I think he's a really interesting actor. So I I'm kind of all in. I'm looking forward to this. You never know. The proof is always in the viewing. So... You know, with the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 snatched and a new King Arthur film, there's stuff to look forward to coming and up.
1: I can't wait to pair because I know it's the, the next few weeks we will actually have seen these films and yes. we'll get a chance to to talk a little bit more in depth about them. You can't really pair it. without seeing. Well, um, not really. Not, not really. I mean, you can kind of... Yeah, I might say I might say Snatched is probably going to be more a cocktail movie, but you never know. You never know. But before we Snatched, let's, let's, you just want to say it again. I did. Um, okay, let's break up the new release talk a okay. little bit and talk about kind of another new idea. But it's really not. I think it's just a little bit confusing because one of the kind of hippest hottest topics is everybody wants to drink natural wine, but but there's not an there's not a set definition of what natural wine actually means. So I. I thought with kind of Earth Day being this weekend, that there's not be, one
0: set of guidelines uh, that make it natural. Well,
1: and that's kind of the thing. I think that that's where there it, it is probably being um, being created as we speak. But then, yeah. of course, it has to go through accreditation and regulations and all of the mm-hmm. the things that actually um, will will define the the guidelines in a pretty strict manner. But but there are a lot of wines on the market that kind of claim to be natural, and you kind of have to. Um, you have to know your winemaker you have to know your vintner and you have to trust what what is going on because because there aren't any actual, you know, regulations how how do you know exactly but there's there's kind of a general belief that natural growers um, nurture biodiversity while embracing and observing nature that's kind of their mantra um, the philosophy carries from vineyard into cellar with many employing organic and or biodynamic tools in the vineyard and low intervention in the winery. So, that's kind of like the, the general belief. But as we don't have – if a wine says natural on, on the bottle and, and – it's kind of like when they said that, that everything like fat-free and sugar-free – um, we're good for you because um, that's not necessarily true. Just because it's, it's fat-free doesn't mean it's healthy, and just because it's sugar-free doesn't mean that it's good for you. Absolutely. So um, there are kind of three strict principles, though, that you can define and are defined very, very. Uh, vigorously and okay. stringently to to help a, a consumer understand what they should be drinking. And that's organic, biodynamic, and sustainable. And they're kind of key practices that green wineries are focusing on today. So, What is an organic wine? Basically, you can't use anything synthetic. You can't use synthetic pesticides. You can't use any chemicals. You um, really let nature do its thing. You can't use sulfites in the the actual winery to produce your wine. You produce your wine in a very... Organic manner. That does mean that you can use organic-approved things like sulfur and copper, though. And I'm not saying that those are always. But those good are green. natural. It's a, it's an actual exactly. It's an element, but I'm yes. not saying that that's exactly always healthy either. So no. it's still a little bit confusing. Um, sustainable winemaking, and this is really if 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 you're drinking a wine today that's not at least. In my opinion, farmed and produced in a sustainable manner, then then that's an issue because it's very easy to just keep mother keep mother earth in mind. Um, really, because and I remember I had a, a discussion with the winemaker up at Newton Vineyards several years ago, and and his whole thing was, you know, my kids play in these vineyards. Our workers are out in these vineyards every day. If you're if you're If you're spraying Roundup on your vines, then that's a problem because people are going to inhale that and that, that is a chemical that we know will harm you. And it's very easy to find something that, that is less, is lower intervention. And, and then in addition, you can do things like, like cover crops and composting and bird boxes to fight off raptors and, and, or to fight off, um, harmful wildlife. And you can, you can use solar energy, solar energy, just the use of solar in some wineries. Has offset CO two emissions to the equivalent equivalent of planting like forty to fifty thousand trees. Wow, it's That's significant. Huge. Yeah. It's huge, right? And then biodiversity kind of takes it to the next very intense level, which is you do a lot. There are a lot of different practices that you can follow, including. Um, Planting a ram's uh, a ram's horn with manure and creating your compost out of that after it's been in the ground for six months or something. There's, well, that sounds
0: be- like something that would scare there off. There are a
1: lot of there are a lot predators. of, kind of um, Things that you can use with biodynamic winemaking, huh. but really, it's that you create an ecosystem that allows vines to thrive while kind of benefiting the entire network. So. Yeah. Few quick wineries of okay. who kind of follows what. So biodynamic, um, Covert is actually one, and they're going to be one of our featured wines uh, at my Dallas and Cork dinner up on coming up on June fifth with Julian Fayard. That's his winery. Fun. Raymond used does I think about ten to fifteen percent of their vineyards are biodynamic. Bergstrom in Willamette, Brooks Winery in Willamette. Benzinger is actually one of the best kind of green farmers in Sonoma County. They employ all three different methods and their various vineyards and the fruit that they buy from. Um, one of my favorites, though, is from the Longa Dockets, the winery is Leon Barral. And Dieter Barral is their, their winemaker and owner. And he kind of takes this whole idea of biodiversity to the next level because he's such a he he doesn't want to do anything that would harm the natural ecology of of his vineyards at all like he doesn't use any machinery he doesn't he he kind of he doesn't even plow between his vines he just kind of lays the ground over with wow. this special machine that he created that 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 doesn't actually chop the grass he just kind of Pushes it down so it naturally goes compost back into the, the earth. He's great. And his wines are very, very regionally specific and really, really, really incredible. He's, I love that wine. It's, uh, it's from the Languedoc region of France and the winery is Leon Barral. For organic, um, a few really great ones, a lovely rose, Mas de la Dame is organic under Qualité France, which is kind of the French, um, how, how the French, uh, regulate organic. Um, Hall, which we talked about Hall not too long ago on the show. Ellers, Spotswood in Napa Valley just won the gold medal, the gold medal environmental award um, for 2017 for their um, kind of efforts with the environment. Caspar. Yeah. Um, um, and then also the island of Santorini, which this is kind of a cool thing in, in Greece. Because of the vines and the the, them being on an island, they have pretty much been a sustainable and mostly organic um, growing habitat since they started. It's also one of the few areas that hasn't really ever been f- affected by phylloxera. Yeah. So, a lot of their vineyards um, have never, they're still original root plantings, which is also very well, cool. Well, that
0: sounds healthy in Santorini.
1: Absolutely. And then sustainable, again, it's, it's, your wine sh- should at least be sustainable and there are so many yeah. great ones. Jordan is one that we love, Domaine Carneros a sparkling wine from from uh, Napa Valley. We love their wines, all of their vineyards are sustainable. They also use solar. Maryvale Stoller is another one of our favorites from we love Stoller. from Willamette. And again, it's just this whole idea that if you don't if you don't add anything back to the to the process that will will not be something natural, you're actually gonna get a a more authentic, very site-specific, terroir-driven, Wine that tells the story of the land in that vintage, and I think that just that alone is enough to make me want to drink. Yeah. Kind of a green wine,
0: and it tastes really good. And they're
1: just they're lovely. Yeah, these, wineries. these exactly. are beautiful wines yeah. that
0: you mentioned. And when we come back on wine and film a perfect pairing, more summer movies. I can't wait to see, including big budget versions of Wonder Woman. Uh, we'll hit on Spider Man a little bit, and the film everyone's talking about. It's uh, it's on everybody's lips that loves film. It's called Baby Driver. And we'll explain, and we will be right back. (laughs) And we're back on Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing. Talking about Sonoma, looking ahead to some of the big summer films, wine that's sustainable. (laughs) Uh, Summer films come out up, including... a, a sequel to Aliens and Wonder Woman starring an Israeli actress, Gal Gadot, who's new on the scene. But we saw her in, in a Civil War movie. They mm-hmm. they kind of revealed her. Mm-hmm. But on May 19th, Aliens Covenant comes out. So it's Ridley Scott directing.
1: You've been so excited about this. Well, I'm this. a Ridley
0: Scott fanatic. Yeah. And you're an Aliens fanatic. And I'm an alienette. So the first two are great. They weren't great after that. But Alien and Aliens, which James Cameron did the second one. Mm-hmm. But this is the second chapter in a prequel trilogy. Prometheus was the first, and I was disappointed in Prometheus. I thought at the end of that movie, it looked like they were fighting the guy, the strong man from Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> uh, it just didn't quite work for me. But this is kind of going back to his 1979. His is Ridley Scott's original one, and it's you know the 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 crew of the ship, the colony ship Covenant, is is on the far side of the galaxy. They go to this uncharted paradise. It's actually a real dark, dangerous world, and there's only one inhabitant, and it, it's a synthetic human played by Michael Fassbender. Wow, who was in Prometheus. uh, That's not very sustainable. And he's a survivor of that doomed expedition, and so it's got him. It's got Numi Rapace in it. She was she was the girl in dragon tattoo in the original Swedish version, and then it's got Billy Crudup in it and Guy Pearce in it. But I'm all over this alien thing, and I'm setting. I could be setting myself up for disappointment. Because, no, it's
1: going to be great.
0: I, I don't know. I just don't know, but I trust Ridley Scott and I want him to nail this. And I didn't, I don't think he nailed Prometheus at all. On June 2nd, uh, Wonder Woman comes out and I'm, I'm on the fence on this. I I look at the trailer and the previews and, you know, previews are meant to sell tickets, not necessarily tell you the truth, but it's this Wonder Woman superhero from the DC comics. It's directed though by Patty Jenkins who did Monster. Mm with Charlize Theron and she won the Oscar for that. Mm-hmm. Chris Pine's in it with this actress uh, Connie Nielsen, Robin Wright, Love. like her, Danny Houston, David mm-hmm. Thulis. And it's all during, you know, it's World War 1 and this pilot crashes there Chris Pine on this island that she's in charge of and it's, and she's Diana Prince, Diana Prince and she learns about World War 1. So she goes off the island to try to stop the war and she becomes Wonder Woman. Wow. So it's a World War 1 period film. Mm-hmm. And I I think it has potential to be really cool. And not just a And didn't Wonder
1: Woman just celebrate? She just had a big anniversary.
0: I think it was. And I don't know what number that is, whether it's 70 or... I there can't remember, some,
1: but yes, yeah. she had a she had a, she 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 looks really good for. I think being we that. saw her
0: on CBS Sunday we Morning did, with yes. Linda Carter. With Linda Carter, the TV version <laughs> of it.
1: So on June twenty, 20- I'm excited about this though. I think that I am too. I, 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 I I'm kind of disappointed that it took us this long to tell, and all of the comic book movies that have been produced that it took us this long to get. Well,
0: they tried years ago with Catwoman.
1: Well, I just didn't think that that counted.
0: Did not count.
1: (laughs) Did Catwoman actually have her own?
0: There was a cat. Yeah, Catwoman. Yeah, there was. Yeah, who was Halle Berry? Yeah, but I
1: thought she was a part of.
0: Well, she was part of one, but she got her own movie. Oh, she did. Yeah, there was a cat one yeah, there. There might even have been that. a sequel.
1: Baby Driver <laughs> is
0: coming out on June 28th. So I know
1: nothing about this. I
0: know. It's on, it's on all, all the freaks on all this stuff are all coming out of the woodwork. And, um, it, it had a premiere and I, I don't know if it was a con or, or whether it's at Toronto or somewhere, but it, it, it's a getaway driver played by this young guy, Ansel Eldort. And, uh, he wears, uh, he he listens on headphones the whole time to music as he pl- he's a criminal he's a getaway driver for guys doing robberies doing heists but he he can't communicate unless he's listening to music so the soundtrack of his life plays through all of this stuff hmm. and uh and it's kevin spacey is the bad guy in it lily he falls in love with a girl and he wants to get out of the driving business and his name is baby nice so you're on a date and you're on a first date with a girl, and it's Lily James. And hey, what's your name? Uh, my name's Baby. Hey, Baby. Don't Call me Baby. Don't call me Baby. John Bernthal's in it from *Walking Dead*, and mm-hmm. we've like John Hamm's in it. Mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx is in it, but it's written and directed by Edgar Wright, who did *Shaun of the Dead*. He did uh, *Scott Pilgrim Versus the World*. He he did *Hot Fuzz*. He did those comedies with the British guys. And every and everybody's talking about how good Kevin Spacey is, how good the music is in this film, and how interesting it is.
1: That's an interesting take on I, a very kind of original, unique take on it on is. this kind of film. So
0: mm-hmm. it is, and I and and the and the word is that it just is an adrenaline rush, has a kick butt music score, and is really a fascinating film and. And uh, there's a couple reviews out on it of mm-hmm. people that have seen it at festivals and said, man, this is a big wow. This mm-hmm. is something coming up. And then Spider-Man's coming out July 7th. And I don't really care other than it's back to him as a high school kid. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and Michael Keaton's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. So because Michael Keaton's in it, that interests me more. Mm-hmm. That's probably my age speaking about the movie because I kind of trust Michael Keaton in movies mm-hmm. lately so I you know I'm looking for that and then there's one more real quick Dunkirk which is Chris Nolan's film about the Battle of Dunkirk Ooh. in in the Great World War so that mm-hmm. would be World War one mm-hmm. yeah and and it just looks stunning it looks like it could be the best film of the summer uh, I'm, I have no idea it's Chris Nolan who did the Batman movies and I did The Dark Knight and he did Inception and I think this guy makes great you movies. Trust him. And every time he makes a movie I trust him. So
1: Well, and I know we're going to yeah. get more into it next week, but you just saw Lost City of Z. And I loved it. Yeah, Lost and that's actually Z. out this weekend. Yeah, and Charlie
0: Hunnam's in that one too. Ooh. He's the lead and I'm really impressed with that. It's a it's an adventure film about a true British guy who went to South America between Bolivia and Brazil and rode the Amazon River for years mm-hmm. and lived in Cali. Yeah, we'll
1: we'll get yeah. into it more next week. Yeah. But but if you're going to a movie this weekend, Gary's giving it a thumbs up.
0: I'm giving it a big thumbs up. I think I highly recommend. it. It's beautiful. It's I just beautiful. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I I so there's some wait. stuff coming. Good up. Yeah. good
1: summer stuff. Big 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 summer movies. We hope so. You never know. Some of them are always
0: a big disappointment. Well, yeah,
1: but we know a lot of money has been spent, and I bet we're going to have a very large um, advertising budget spent. I can't wait to take
0: you to an Aliens movie.
1: Over the next few months. (laughs) It'll be very fun, but for right now, why don't we celebrate Sonoma a little bit? Yay, Sonoma. I just came back, and then we're both going next weekend, Um, but just uh, attended a really, really cool event. So, you think about Sonoma County. Sonoma County is huge, and it's it encompasses so many different parts, whereas Napa Valley is maybe a fifth the size of, of or Napa County is maybe a fifth the size of Sonoma County. And, and within Sonoma County, you have all of these little very special pockets of of individual um, ABAs, individual little viticultural areas, because it is so different and it is so varied. But at the entrance to Sonoma County down in Carneros is Sonoma Valley. And it's also known as Valley of the Moon. Sonoma, actually, that is the, the, kind the of Native yeah. American uh, translation for Sonoma and it's situated perfectly between the Sonoma Mountain and the Mayacamas Mountain and so because of this placement and and influences from San Francisco Bay influences from the mountain regions and the so many different microclimates that make up this part of of Sonoma you actually have the ability to grow Almost anything including incredible Pinot Noirs and gorgeous Chardonnays, especially from some of our favorites like Ramsgate yes. and and um and, and Gloria Ferrer's sparkling wine from Carnero's just lovely wines. These are
0: beautiful high-end wines.
1: And then you get up into to some of the more mountain regions and you have really great Cabernet. You have incredible Zinfandel. Um, kind of what the nice thing about this event that I went to, which was the inaugural event, it was called Signature Sonoma Valley, was really to give guests a, a full immersion into why this very small area of Sonoma is so special and it's also a place that has some of the most historic wineries of of the entire county including Buena Vista which was actually the first winery in in California it was established in 19 or sorry 1857 that was seven years after California became a state. Wow. It's also um their 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 plaza, the Sonoma Square, was one of the the northernmost missions that um, the Spaniards actually built in in uh, in California. And and then Buena Vista came along, Boise owns it now, Jean-Charles, he hosted one of the evenings and it was really this lovely celebration of both the history, because in addition to being in this very historic winery that Jean Charles has done a gorgeous job just kind of creating into a true showplace, as as I would only think he would do, but also just some of the people. I had a chance to sit with Richard Arrowwood, who we both love. He owns Amapola Creek now, but over his very long career, he was winemaker for Chateau St. Jean, one of the... the you know, kind of celebrated wineries of the region. He started Arrowwood that he then sold and and created Amapola Creek that we went up and and he's tasted. He's been making with them. wine
0: for fifty years. At least. Forty years. Yes. 50? yes. yes. Um, that's a lot of
1: vintages. It's a lot of vintages under his belt. I wanna he it's fifty plus vintages that he's actually worked in Sonoma.
0: What a nice guy.
1: As well as Joel Peterson, who has always been one of my favorite guys. I think he was he was one of my earliest interviews that I did when I um, kind of became, when I decided to start writing about wine. Were you kind of
0: in awe of him when you met him? Oh, for completely. The first time? Well, and,
1: and so Joel Peterson, actually, he started Ravenswood and he is yeah. known as as kind of the godfather of Zinfandel of California, Zinfandel in particular. He always starts every meal with a glass of champagne, which that I just love about him. And he's seen, he's actually celebrated his 70th birthday over the the time that we were there. and And has has been celebrating making great zinfandel that that has also that also has a lot of faces and we're going to talk about zinfandel a little bit more in just a second but over this time period, to to sit with just these two icons of the valley was so special. And then you, you, you we got to visit Landmark, which makes beautiful Pinot Noirs yes. and Chardonnays. Three Sticks. We, we did a day, uh, kind of a, a vineyard tour and tasting at Durrell Vineyard, which just the Durrell Vineyard Chardonnays are some of the most celebrated in all of, of California, if not beyond that. You know, Kistler makes a Durrell Vineyard. Three Sticks does. Pally does. Ramsgate does. Uh, uh, beautiful, fantastic wine. So it was a really, really great event. This was their first one. They'll be... Um you know, it will be something that happens about this time every year going forward. And I think it was a huge success. Yeah, you they hung out with all the heavyweights. And
0: did Jean-Charles hug on you?
1: A little bit. We love Jean-Charles. <laughs> and 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 had a great kind of uh, wrap-up uh, closing night dinner at Ramsgate, which they had, were also one of our Dallas and Cork dinners a couple of years ago. Yeah, and, some
0: of my favorite one and one of my favorite places to visit.
1: It's just fantastic. It um, yeah. But then next week, so Signature Sonoma Valley, put it on your list now. Look for it Um it's as much a, a a wine event as just a really great kind of consumer event that that to that you get to learn a lot about this really special area Next week, we're actually going out together, which I can't wait. I get to, to tag along. To Sonoma. Well, you're you're working, too. We're, we're
0: I'm we're, a Sonoma barnacle.
1: We're in this together.
0: <laughs> I can do this.
1: We're going out to the Dry Creek region of Sonoma, which is basically Healdsburg. Guys are really Healdsburg. Love Healdsburg. Um, for their 28th annual Passport to Dry Creek, and 45 of the wineries in Dry Creek Valley open up their doors to to visitors and you ki- we're going to kind of just do a little visit this winery for a little bit and then hop over and visit this winery so it's kind of a So we're not lingering in one place very long Well we can though that's the beauty of it it's almost guests can can stay at one place as long as they want to because everybody has a different theme I know one winery is having a a luau I know one winery is having a big barbecue there's snacks at at every spot and it's a really great way to to, Snacks and wine (laughs) to understand Awesome um, why Dry Creek is so cool and there are some, you know, some of the the wineries that, that we love are participating, including Sprog. Love Spraja. Spraja's great Dutcher Crossing, Fritz. Lambert Bridge, Ferrari Carano, Dry Creek Vineyard. Um, they're big wines. They do Zinfandel, they do cab, but it's a very warm part of Sonoma. So our alcohol levels on these wines are a little higher. A little bit higher. Which is why it's so great that they're food wines. Because Hydrate. we're gonna yes, we're gonna drink lots of water as well as <laughs> lots of wine and have good snacks. Isn't I can't that wait. Good? It's a really great thing though. I think and you can go to like Dry Creek Valley or dot yeah. com or org something like that um, if you want to come out and hang out with us because I know there's still tickets available yeah it's if you see
0: cool. us say hi and we'll, we'll talk about the podcast by the way 28th annual passport to Dry Creek do I get to wear like a lanyard
1: I think you might have a lanyard do I
0: get a badge
1: probably oh <sighs> You like badges. And I like, I like to bring them home and <laughs> hang
0: them on the door, on the door handle. Next week on Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing, uh, a very well made true story adventure film starring Charlie Hunnam, as we mentioned earlier, searches for the lost city of Z. And the beauty, Emma Watson, is teaming up with two time Oscar winner Tom Hanks in a tech film about personal ethics and privacy. It's called The Circle, and you've seen a lot of ads on TV for it. And guess what? They decided no advanced screening for critics.
1: That's so what does that mean sign. when they do
0: not screen a film? I'll explain next week. <laughs>
1: But for more on the films and the wines we talked about today, please check out our blog on CogillConsulting.com or through Facebook. Follow Gary on Twitter at Gary Cogill and see what we're drinking now. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dallas Uncourt.
0: And with that, I'm Gary Cogill, and as usual, I'm looking for the next great film.
1: And I'm Haley Hamilton Cogill, always in search of a great glass of wine.
0: Join us next time on Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing.